Ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam the SLB, and alongside me today is the man behind the Twitter, the other half of this operation, Tony Khan's voice of reason, Scott, as well as our latest addition to the podcast. He's the man of many numbers, John, the stat man. Also joining us is the best book machine from Ship It Studios, a longtime contributor to the ATR brand, Mr. Zach. We are coming to you from Above the Ring, Ship It Studios premier wrestling podcast, covering all things from AEW to WWE worldwide. Friday morning, Saturday morning. I don't know. It's full gear weekend, boys. How we Let's go. <laughs> just like John Moxley, we don't know when the show is. It just comes out when it comes out. Yeah, Sunday, the show's Saturday, right? Yeah. <laughs> One of those days. I don't know, whatever. Oh, actually, it might. It probably would go into Sunday with how late they run. Sometimes. That's a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I was shocked with it being Saturday. They're still going for an 8 p.m. start time. But I'm glad it's Saturday and not Sunday like last time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. No, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, but quickly before we get into that, this isn't the only thing going on in the next couple of weeks. Obviously, we have full gear this Saturday. Uh, we have some New Japan stuff going on. Historic X over with Stardom on the 20th, the 26th. Scott is looking forward to this. Survivor Series War Games in Boston. He may or may not be there. Maybe. It depends on if uh, he's buying them through the same place that everyone's buying the Taylor Swift tickets from. Or not in that case. <laughs> That's something nobody can grasp. Um, and then obviously on the 10th, we have Ring of Honor's final battle and WWE's NXT dead line. Loaded, loaded weekend. Well, weekends coming up. Dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, actually, this was a pretty good go-home show, I thought. I know anyone else's thoughts were different. I know John over there, he's, uh, I think he's having an aneurysm. <laughs> well, I- I'll blame it more on <laughs> the, si- the city of Bridgeport, Connecticut. <laughs> The, the crowd, the crowd this week's dynamite was not not like the week before's, which was in Boston. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I want to say you bring that up. Boston was lively. If I'm not mistaken, Uncasville, you know, Mohegan Sun. I think Mohegan Sun was also dead. It's just Connecticut. They're just they're all dead inside. So you know, that's how I feel when I drive through this. They're too close to New York. That's why they're just it's terrible. <laughs> um, quickly going through this card, we had uh, Claudio Castanoli and uh, Brian Danslin defeat Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. We had Swerve Strickland defeat uh, Anthony Bowens. <laughs> we also had Death Triangle retain the trios titles against Top Light and AR-, AR Fox. Did I say that right? AR Fox, yes. yes. Yep. Um, we had Ethan Page defeat Bandito. Tony Storm defeated Anna Jay. And then we had our little, little itty bitty bit at the end between MJF and John Moxley. Mm. Um, a quick note: uh, I noticed. Uh, actually, I have to thank Mark, uh, another longtime friend of the ATR brand, sends me a, a message that AR Fox has now been offered a contract to AEW. Which, after last night, I definitely can understand. I'm glad. I'm glad. And there's some history between him and Swerve from Lucha Underground, Sam. <laughs> so they had they had one hell of a blow off match back then. So hey, throw these two together again. I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, we also no. had a music video world premiere and um, the return of a an old familiar face to to wrestling, Captain Fano. <laughs> Showed no mercy. 
Oh my god, that was the that was my favorite part of the night. <laughs> that was outstanding. Okay. Was yeah. If we want to bring that up and we talk about let's go back to Bridgeport's audience and how they were dead. How over is the acclaimed? The only time both Mohegan Sun and Bridgeport popped was when the acclaim came out. Yep. They may be the biggest thing in the company right now. And I know I'm going to get shot in the comments by people who listen to this, but they are so over. Oh yeah. No, I don't, I don't honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody, anybody's going to, going to complain because remember everybody loves the acclaim. Literally no, and, everyone. And, <laughs> yeah. And they did it all themselves. Like I don't, when they, when these guys debuted, I remember it just being, I was like, who the heck are these guys, you know, rapping during their intros and all that. But now they're the most popular tag team uh, yeah. in the company and yep. everybody loves them. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they did a lot of work and like, I give them props for that. They have the it factor across the board. You know, they can both speak on the mic and they're both really talented in the ring yep. and they have an over gimmick. And, and Billy Gunn revival. <laughs> yes. Another one. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So this card, we have 11 matches. I'm seeing 11 now. Um, we have a pre-show match. Um, it's funny how over a year ago, the cards were still maybe like eight matches in WWE was like 37. And now <laughs> AEW is like 11. And then because Triple H runs, you know, WWE now, we have like maybe six or seven matches a card. Yep. It's funny how things, uh, things turn. <sighs> Before we get into the Scott, it's been a while. Where do we all stand? Well, I for, want to be the first one to welcome John into the picks championship. Uh, I know, obviously, he's got a little bit of a late start, but still, anything can happen in these. So it's great to have another person in this. Currently, as we stand, Mr. Zach has truly turned back into the best book machine leading with three wins and sam you and i both have one so we got some work to do and john is not that far behind so he could take this and then it's a ball game so who knows yeah technically actually now i was thinking about it, i'm like man maybe we can like do something just kiss because john's coming in like halfway through the year i'm like wait a minute if he he if you won one two three three four of these you're ro- you and there's plenty of them to go and not to mention, I still have to do my ship it in the bank pick. So he could win this. The man could be champion by the end of this season. Who knows? It's it, it's it that's the I could great steal part it all. Thing. That's true. You could. I don't want you to, but you could. <laughs> and then that's when we will ship over your um commemorative macaroni heavyweight title. It's just gonna be macaroni in like the shape of <laughs> I hang it right over there. <laughs> right, right, in, right in view. Right in view. Right, right, yeah. It's a lot on the line with these, with this, with these picks. There is, there is, and there's a lot. There's a handful of these matches. I think we all know where they're gonna go. I, I can already look at. There's one of them. I think all of us are gonna have the same pick. I will be shocked if we don't. Um, but let's get right into this. Um, because I want to talk about this pre pre-show match and there's a lot keep in mind this is almost this almost feels like an aew ring of honor pay-per-view this is like when wwe brought the ecw brand back because there's a lot of 
there's a couple of Ring of Honor matches going on here or talent who are specifically Ring of Honor. The pre-show match is one of them with Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's taking on either Lance Archer or Ricky Starks. Yep. Um, oh, that's a that's an eliminated tournament match. Yep. I believe Lance and Ricky are fighting on Rampage, which obviously this is going to come out probably before that match goes live. So we may be all wrong right off the rip, but who knows? Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Okay. So we don't... Oh, man. Okay. Who wants to start with this one? <laughs> I can I can start, I guess. Um, I, I feel pretty strongly that Ricky Starks will beat Lance Archer. And I will pick Ricky Starks to beat Brian Cage in that one. Um, and then you looking at that, me, huh? that bracket, that would mean Ricky Starks would face Ethan Page, who's already in the final of that tournament, which is going to yes. be dynamite next week um so i think it'll be ethan page versus starks that'll be a good match and i won't be mad on whoever wins that Mm. see so i'm a little torn on this one because i i want ricky starks to win this but the problem with him is that i think he's kind of battling an injury right now because this match between him and lance archer was supposed to take place last week yep but and then that's why we saw lance archer do what he did to ricky starks the week before so they delayed the match to tomorrow night's uh or or tonight whenever this drops uh rampage if that doesn't bother him then i would put ricky starks as the one to win this as well okay so hopefully that's the case Oh man, I think oh, man. I'm gonna throw a wrench in here. Okay, I'm gonna pull a Zach card here. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's gonna be Brian Cage. It's been pretty dominant since he came back. And I mean, obviously I don't think he's gonna win the title, but I think he'd be the one uh, I think when after it is all said and done, whoever's gonna have that title at uh winner is coming, uh is gonna need to look dominant against uh, a beast. And I think Brian Cage is going to need a good send-off before they uh, have a final battle in potentially the new Ring of Honor TV show. I'm going Brian Cage. Think of God's boom, boom. That's, that's, that's a good pick. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be that guy who like, I'll pick Lance Archer. And I'm like, eh, I don't want to go 0-1 right off the rips here, so... Um, I still might anyways, but I'm, I'm gonna, I can't, I can't just the first match, Scott. Don't I know. Think. I yeah. can't, I know. All right. Yeah. I can't, I can't go against Ricky. I have to, I have to pick Ricky Starks. So. Okay. Keep in mind, this is all pending. This is all pending. I know, right? He yeah. wins on rampage. I know. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. If, if he doesn't win on rampage, <laughs> it's going to be a bad Sam's look. the only one left. that can <laughs> possibly get yeah. a point. Yep. It's going to be, yeah, I'm going to be starting. Oh, and. Oh, <laughs> against everybody. <laughs> okay, we're going to work our way from the bottom to the top of the Wikipedia page because I like to put the championship match at the top for some reason. Um, next up, we have Wardlow taking on Samoa Joe in Powerhouse Hops. Um, I think for the TNT championship, correct? Yes, it is. It is for the TNT title, which um, I'm just going to call, I'm going to call it right now. 
Samoa Joe is going to cost Wardlow and himself the TNT title so they can feud. Powerhouse Hobbs is finally getting that belt around his waist. Hobbs is winning that title. I like it. I like it. So what do you mean Samoa Joe is going to cost him? You think he's going to he'll screw over Wardlow somehow, but um, just so he loses, he doesn't even care about winning the thing. I think they're going to be so focused on each other. Um, Not that they're not going to be focused on powerhouse, but because Samoa Joe did attack Wardlow, I think Wardlow is going to be a little more focused on Joe and maybe that'll, you know, who knows roll up if you will, or, you know, powerhouse Hobbs might just sneak up on him and give him that pin you know, pin the champion for the belt. I mean, what would give Wardlow better steam to move forward and have a nasty feud with Joe than getting pinned by Hobbs? That'd be his first, like, actual pinfall loss in quite a long time, too. Now, it's a TNT title. I know people don't want to see him get pinned already, but he has had that belt for a long time. And I know some people are saying he's become stagnant, John. Um, <laughs> with uh, his run, he's kind of, kind of cruised. But I think we need to see Wardlow. You know that ruthless, ruthless aggression, Wardlow, mm. if you will. So, I mean, honestly, I have to agree with John. Like, it's been underwhelming since he first mm. won the title, and it's unfortunate because Wardlow was literally on top of the world going into All Out against MJF, and then yes. after that, it was kind of like, now what? And it just, he didn't have any feuds. It was squash matches for a while. And now it's just like, now the whole thing with Joe, I'm like in powerhouse. I'm like, all right, this is kind of making some sense here. And I'm on the same boat as you. I'm picking powerhouse Hobbs. This I believe is the time for him. And hopefully he can start going off and doing something. Um, But yes, I I fully believe that um Wardlow and Joe are gonna have a ridiculous feud coming and I'm yeah very excited to watch that I have a theory on this um and it kind of uh, hear me out on how we're how this might go about so I love Samoa Joe everything he does I don't think losing this match hurts him in any way because he already has the television title he has the ring of honor tv championship yep. and it seems like powerhouse Hobbs I mean he's kind of he's kind of thrown in here in a way and I think the main feud will end up being Wardlow and Samoa Joe yeah and I'm going to agree with you guys that I think this is the time for powerhouse Hobbs to have a championship and I think it'll end up being Wardlow and Samoa Joe at a uh, ring of honor final battle. Ooh. And, you know, I base that off of the fact that it, it, it plays along unfortunately in part with the way that they've been handling Wardlow. They don't really know what they're doing with them. And I like Wardlow. Mm. So it, it, the way that they've handled them, I think hasn't been great. So I, I, I kind of wonder if Tony Khan will just be like, well, we'll just put him in Ring of Honor. <laughs> I think he'd do well in Ring of Honor. Yeah. If they have someone who's actually going to sit down and, and, and write these shows and let Tony just deal with AEW stuff, I think Wardlow would be real good there. And, and I like the fact that 
uh, we could probably get Wardlow and Joe at at Final Battle. I think that will be one hell of a match to watch. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's I, I like that. I like that, John, very much so. So you all picked Hobbs. Is that we correct? did? We did. Yeah, that is who I wanted to pick, and I agree with a lot of uh, what was just said. But now this presents me with an opportunity. Steal if if Wardlow could retain here um but i mean i i was kind of thinking along the same lines like it's in a three-way match you can have wardlow lose it lose the belt not look bad um and i really want hobbs to get a belt i think that would get this belt i think that would be awesome um i just have to decide if i want to you know what yeah you know what i don't i don't I'll 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 stay I'll say Wardlow retains. I'll try to steal a point here. Um wow. the chance I mean you, I mean you got you you have two you have two victories more than anybody else here. So I mean you can you can afford to make these take some chances. Things. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. Not that it's a huge chance. I mean Wardlow is a monster. He comes in as the champion. Hey, maybe he does retain. It's it's very true. It's very true. Okay. Wow, we're we're already splitting it up. I feel it's like good, last though. time. We, good. Oh, it's great. I think last time we did this, we were all pretty clean cut and where we were going with this. Yeah. Next one. This will be interesting. Six man tag for the trios titles. Death Triangle taking on the returning elite. <laughs> John. Boo. John, you want to start with this one? I really want to know your thoughts. Do on I? <laughs> I certainly do. <laughs> uh, all right. Media scrum stuff aside, which this pay-per-view will be having. I think they're going to make a big thing of it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, this... These vignettes they've been having throughout the the dynamites these mysterious you know thanos like snap disappearing videos what have you we had the reveal yesterday's dynamite that the elite were coming back uh essentially and despite how i feel (laughs) this this is pointing to them getting the title that they had to vacate because of all the stuff that they had going on. Death yep. Triangle held it for as long as they could, but yeah, I I, I see Kenny and the the Bucks getting their cha- getting their trios championship back. What about you guys? I'll agree with that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, announcing, yeah, that they're coming back for it. Um, I, I just feel like, yeah, that introducing the trios belts and having these guys be your first trios champions, I imagine they must have had big plans for it and for the elite to carry them. And they had to delay that. Um, Death Triangle is a great trio to hold it for a while, but it makes perfect sense yeah, to, to give it back to the elite here um match should be really awesome um and yeah they'll they'll get them back and then get back to whatever their plan was before uh, they had to vacate them i'm gonna agree with you uh there's no 
I don't see no reason for them to not win this belt after we've had these vignettes and really kind of like really pushing the idea that they're coming back and getting these titles. Yeah, just it's one thing when they, you know, when Kenny was away, you know, injury or you know whatnot, but like Kenny just ended. Remember, he just appeared when he when he came back. He just came back, you know, big big pop and whatnot. But like they've been doing these vignettes, so there's something. I don't know. It would it would be kind of I think in poor booking, if you will, if they came back with these vignettes and then they started squashing them. I mean, unless you want to, you know, you know, pay your dues, get your receipts. Um, but I'm gonna go with the elite. See, this has me thinking when it comes to these vignettes, like we were talking about, everything has been, you know, the young bucks and Kenny disappearing and then the AEW symbol disappearing. So I want to know what's next here. Like, are we doing some type of like, we're going to destroy what we created type of thing. Is this going to be the Vince version of the NWO? I don't know. As obvious and staring me in the face that the elite should win this match, part of me feels that they'll win, but by DQ, because we know those are rare here. I don't think they need to take the titles. I think they're here to send a message. So I will pick the elite to win, but I'm I'm guaranteeing, not guaranteeing, but I it would make more sense from what they're trying to do from those vignettes to win via DQ than actually to win the titles because they don't need the titles. If they don't care about AEW anymore, they're just going to do whatever they want to do and destroy things. They don't need to be the title. They don't need to be the champions. That's just what, how that's just kind of like how I've been looking at it. Um, who knows? I mean, they could win it and then throw them in the trash. Like, you know, Medusa did back in the day or Nikki, Cross did with the 24-7 championship recently. It's you know, I mean that wasn't really trash, but that's true. She totally missed, which was hilarious, but that's beside the point. It's you know, who knows? But I think at least looking at it, I think winning via DQ, I think would be would be much more effective for them to go on their destruction path that they seem to be going on. That's pretty that's that's I didn't even think about that. That's one of the most interesting, one of the most, one of the more interesting things I find I, I'll find about this match, you know, besides the actual match itself is what is the crowd's response going to be to the elite? Yes, that is true too. You know, you did hear, you did hear a pop yesterday when they, when they, when they showed the, you know, that particular match on screen, you know, when they appeared. So I, I'm interesting to, I'm interested to see how the people of <laughs> Newark, New Jersey, <laughs> we'll be responding to these guys if they were if they were in chicago oh my god forget it Woo, oh my I god i wish they, it was in chicago i almost i almost think every AEW pay-per-view is in chicago <laughs> at this rate. almost <laughs> if i'm not mistaken but, aren't they going back to chicago in the next couple months probably that i believe so idea. yeah <laughs> that'll be interesting oh yeah that's heat I want to see. <laughs> yeah. So to be clear on Scott's pick, if if the Young Bucks win, 
Scott gets that point. It's with who he's picking to win the match, not with where the belts end up. Well, no, I'm, I'm, or yeah, no, no, we're talking wins here. Yeah. I was almost going to, if, if, I just want to clarify. I don't want Scott to say after. <laughs> oh well, I Scott said was the champion, and I said something similar. I'd be like, you know, if I get the DQ part right, I should get an extra point there or an extra half a point. <laughs> I, I will I not abuse my power. I will not <laughs> abuse my power. <laughs> I am fair and honest champion. <laughs> um, I mean, technically, then, if that's the case, if if it's by DQ, then I have to pick Death Triangle. Because technically they'll be the winners of the match. So this could be my this could be my ending, but that's okay. I think the elite will lose by DQ. So what but mm, you say that because remember, Pac is the one with the hammer right now going win by any means necessary. That's also true. That is also true. Ooh, so if we're going off Yola, ooh. This DQs could be, could be everywhere. Who knows? But I will go out on a limb here. I will say that Death Triangle will retain, but I don't think it'll be by pinfall. I think it'll be by disqualification. Anyone else just get hot? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like Sam likes his hot takes. <laughs> now this next match, though, Sam. Oh, I'm looking forward to this one. It, this this might be one of the long. I don't want to say, not that it's a feud, but it's you know we're talking like a day one. You know, almost as long as Hangman Page has been going on with his you know his run to get the title the first time. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a steel cage. I this one I don't know. It's difficult on this one. I'll, I'm going to say the right? same. Yeah, this is. This is a tough one because this feud has been weirdly back and forth between these guys. Uh, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of this. If I was Tony Khan, <laughs> so, all the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just no sleep, no sleep whatsoever. Nope. No sleepers in my company. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say probably Luchasaurus. Okay. Probably. He's got Christian Cage in his corner. You know, I mean, he can't do a whole lot right now because he's battling an injury. Yep. Uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry is one where I... I don't think they really know what they're doing with him either. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll interject here. Cause I think I have yeah. an idea. So I'm going to go with Luchasaurus. And yep. I'll say that because Luchasaurus has been the, um, the back end of, you know, he's been, yeah, he's been the tag team, but it was always, the focus has always been on jungle boy. That's been the focus of the tag team. And I think, you know, Luchasaurus needs to get more wins, especially be in uh, Jungle Boy. But also, I think Jungle Boy's in that period where I think they want to start pushing him as a single star. And sometimes you need, kind of like what Kenny did before he went into his, you know, mega reign as the AEW champion. He was losing a lot. He was losing a lot. I know our buddy Rob was like, oh, they, they're, they're destroying him. They're burying him. It's like, no, 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 no. This is, this is something, something's coming. 
And then boom, we had that run. So maybe that my logic is he gets beaten and then we get maybe another, something even bigger. Maybe when Luchasaurus is in better health. But I'm going to Luchasaurus. I'll go the other way. I'll, I'll pick Jungle Boy. Um, yeah, I, I have loved this feud. It has gone on for such a long time. And I've been trying to think, it does seem like it's a lot for Jungle Boy to overcome with Luchasaurus and Christian will still be there. Yeah, you, you know, you, um, I think he is still, he's still walking around with his arm in a sling maybe, but um, I still think Christian will obviously get involved in some way. So I think maybe Jungle Boy needs someone to maybe come help him a little bit. I think maybe he gets a little help. Um, I don't know who it is. Maybe, maybe they bring Marco Stunt back. Maybe he comes and he takes out Christian and that helps Jungle Boy win the match. But somehow I think Jungle Boy will find a way to win. All right. Well, first off, Zach, you need to get out of my head because <laughs> my exact thoughts were somebody's going to come back and help Jungle Boy because I too am picking Jungle Boy to win this match. Uh, Marco Stott was not who I thought it was, but that actually makes the most sense. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is all eventually going to be leading back to Christian versus Jungle Boy. I don't know how long Christian's going to be in the sling. Maybe to maybe Saturday is the day where he doesn't need to sling anymore and he's able to, you know, get involved. I don't know. We'll find out. But I don't know. I just feel like I don't think this is going to hurt Luchasaurus as much if he loses to jungle boy um maybe jungle boy gets a championship match down the road and then maybe that's when christian's time to strike is i don't know but i i think i think jungle boy will will get the win here for this match and i hope it's not a steel cage where they where they you, you, they open the door I like when I like when they climb out of the cage. Like I hate when they do the open the door thing. If I remember correctly, I think AEW steel cages don't have doors. That's true. I think yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, you'll you'll get what you want. You get the actual escape, or they'll pin them or submit them in the ring. Yeah. Yep. John, are we waiting on you still? <laughs> Oh no! I made my pick. Oh, yeah, you, you went made your, first. Your, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. no, I went. I went. I went. I went the way of the the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we're talking about dinosaurs here, this next one's gonna be a doozy. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal <laughs> taking on Sting and Darby Allen. What a segue! Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Speaking of dinosaurs, <laughs> Double J. <laughs> I don't even know what to say with this feud. Like. I know he's he he signed with the company as um he has an actual title working for the company backstage something with business operations I, I don't know the exact titles but it's something along those lines I can pull that up yeah um but I don't know like is he here to make his occasional appearances is he going to eventually be uh, I don't know director um, of business development okay. I don't know what that entails, but something. <laughs> Developing businesses. Probably. <laughs> Oof. Because <laughs> we all know how his businesses have done in the past, but. <laughs> Where? How long has this Darby Allen, Jay Lethal feud been going? 
uh, a few weeks, I think. I, I I think like four weeks, something something along those lines. Yeah, probably a month ish. I'm gonna go on a whim because this one I'm actually even less comfortable with making the decision on. I'm going to say Sting and Darby Allen. And I only say that because of the vignette that they showed. Anytime they've seen the show vignette like that, they've been pretty on the up from my understanding. I'd have to go back and that's probably a stat that's absolutely not correct. But <laughs> um, I, I would say Sting and Darby. I mean, if they... I know Jay has his little crew on the side, so I don't know. Maybe there's a chance somebody else shows up during this period to assist them because it's two to four technically. But I'm comfortable because I'm not sure. I haven't watched Jeff Jarrett wrestle in a while, and I don't know how he looks in the ring. Jay Lethal, we don't need to say much about him because he's just Jay Lethal. Yeah. Uh, but even Sting. Sting is, looks great still, and Darby is incredible. But I think... I think for argument's sake, it's going to be Sting and Darby. It does feel like that's the formula with Sting and Darby, where Darby gets the living hell beat out of him. Um, Like, I think in this case, was this where they they smashed the garage or, uh, well, Garage door? Yeah, was that it? No, or that was could have been a different one. Um, They all blend together. Yeah, right. But the point is that Darby gets the living hell beat out of him. He's out away for a little while and then they do a vignette sting is dragging in a body bag and it's darby allen and then they at these pay-per-views darby and sting always put on a really fun match um so i expect that to happen and i'm gonna pick sting and darby to win it it feels like it's kind of formulaic with these two at this point what they do leading up to pay-per-views for them you don't think the streak is gonna end at jeff jarrett's hands <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what do you think, John? Scott, what you got? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know why this match is happening, but so be it. Uh, <laughs> but I would, prob- I, I, I'm gonna probably go with Sting and Darby Allen. Well, I don't think Jeff Jarrett is needed at the competitor the competitor aspect for AEW right now Jeff Jarrett's a great wrestling mind like there's a reason why Tony Khan probably picked him up for this company uh but I think he's needed more behind the scenes than in the ring right now so I think that's why I'm kind of scratching my head at this match too. And I'm like, I'm really, I'm about to see Jeff Jarrett and sting. Like it's like, it's TNA all over again. And uh, Jay lethal technically. I mean, yeah. And Jay lethal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it, it seems to be swaying towards sting and Darby Allen. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, go with them. So for my pick, I'm just going to say, ain't he great? I'm picking Double J 
and Jay Lethal. Now, <laughs> the main reason that I think that they're going to win is because you're not going to bring Jay Lethal. Um, you're not going to bring Double J into this company and have him lose his first match. It's not going to happen. It just, as much as I love that Sting's been undefeated in his entire run so far, I think that comes to an end at full gear. Now, does Double J do really a lot in the ring? Absolutely not. I don't expect him to do much. I expect Jay Lethal to be in this probably 85% of this match. Part of me, I don't know why I'm thinking this, part of me feels that this might be Sting's turn to turn on Darby. Whoa. So, I don't know. It just, it's been, it's been gnawing at me. So, I don't know. I just, Darby, like, told Sting to to not be around recently. And then Darby, you know, goes through everything with Jay Lethal. And now we have this match. You talked about TNA. I don't know. There could be some type of, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just you have, have this. Mafia return? Right? <laughs> God. I mean, Samoa Joe's in the company, too. So we just need, we just need Perk Angle to show up and we'll be all set. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, I just I just have this feeling, and of course I could be completely wrong, which wouldn't surprise me here. I could be like, I don't know, oh and eleven for this whole show for God knows. But I don't know. I feel like double J is gonna get a win and we'll see what happens coming from it. You gotta go with your gut, Scott. Yeah, I mean that's been my my that's what's won me a lot of these things. So I just gotta go with it. That's solid logic. That's it's hard to hard to argue at that point. Um, I stick with mine though. In the meantime, well, let's talk about another one. I think we all are on the same boat on. I know Zach. Um, I hope you're ready for some heartbreak. <laughs> um, where excuse Dr. me, yeah, Doctor Britt Breaker, DMD, gonna take on and lose against Soraya. <laughs> I said it. I'm saying Whoa. Soraya's win. <laughs> First match Break, in five years? There's no breaking news. <laughs> exactly. You just said it. Her first match in five years. One does not simply come out of retirement after five years. First match, step in the ring with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and beat her? No, you can't do that. No, Britt is going to beat her. Soraya, good for you. You know, great job coming back. You know, maybe she'll she'll get back, you know, as, as time goes on, as she gets some more matches under her belt. And uh, she's got a great person to be in the ring with her. But no, no, she's not coming back rusty and going to beat Britt. No way. Britt wins. Am I, am I, am I seriously writing that down? <laughs> <laughs> Write it down in permanent all right. marker. All right. All right. It's down. It's down. Um, <laughs> this is like, I, I feel like. For for Zach going against Britt is like going against Lashley with pants. It just you just you you, you don't do it. You don't do it. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna do it because I'm picking Soraya because yeah, this is this is kind of like the the double J situation here. She's she yes, yeah, she's gonna come back, and you're right, Britt's a great person to be in the ring with, but Soraya ain't losing this match. Cause I'm pretty sure that Newark, New Jersey is gonna riot if Soraya loses this match. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're going for. They're going for a riot. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> she comes out all out brawl for all. Newark, uh, Newark brawl. 
All right. <laughs> this match. If if nothing goes wrong in this match. This is Soraya's first match in five years after a terrible issue with her, her neck and being sidelined for all these years. Th- this match will be interesting. And hopefully they, if they, I'm going to pick Soraya, but hopefully they don't have to call some audible or something for something going wrong in the match. Right. You know, or hopefully not, you know, that nobody, you don't wish that upon anybody. She doesn't have some sort of incident uh, in the, in the ring because, you know, leading up to her being cleared has been a little odd too, because I think if you, if you think back a few weeks ago, the first time she got physical with the, with Dr. Britt Baker, she wasn't cleared at that time. Mm. Like they kind of did that on the fly. And she was technically not supposed to be doing that. Right. And then there was, then there was info that she got cleared by doc Samson, who I no disrespect to him, but I don't think that's what he does. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this match will be solely really interesting to see how she performs in the ring and, you know, uh, hopefully nothing goes wrong, but I, I like Dr. Britt Baker. I had the chance to meet her really nice. Uh, great in the ring, you know, in the ring promo work, all that. Uh, but th- I, this is pointing towards Soraya winning. Yep. Sometimes I swear the, pay- the these go home shows are so much better than the pay-per-view themselves. <laughs> I feel like this is where the real meat and potatoes is, as I like to say. <laughs> hey, if, if I can pick up a point on everyone by picking Britt Baker, hey, I'll, I'll take that all day. I love but it. You God, always I... get a point just by picking Britt Baker. That's very true. <laughs> I get points with her because she listens to this and she's like, oh, that that Zach, he always he always picks me. I love that about him. <laughs> <laughs> we do get that one listen from Jacksonville. Every so often. That so that is true. That is true. <laughs> so next up we have the 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 I don't even know if this is this this fuse is gonna end, I think, here. Yeah. Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose for the TBS title. With Nyla Rose playing this game of oh, it's been my t-, you know, I'm the TBS champion stealing it. I love this. I love this bit. Um wants to start on this one this uh, this one's another way i think it could i'm thinking jade but i want to hear everyone else's points before i absolutely solidify that i think this has been the best nyla rose that we've ever seen like she's able to be you know herself her personality and everything else before and you and i've talked about this before sam like when nala used to come out and be like all right here comes you know AEW's version of Nia Jax. She's going to come out, beat some people up, get the win, and be done with it. There's time and places for squash matches, but with, with those matches, it's kind of like after a while, you just, you know, you're like, all right, next, when's the next match type of thing. But the what she's been doing now, I think has been outstanding. And honestly, I, I'm going to pick Nyla here. I think she's going to end the streak. I think that she's, I don't know. Um, 
I just I have the feeling I think Jade needs to go after the major title at this point. She's done all she can with the TBS title. Uh, I don't even remember what her record is now. It's obviously something in O, but I feel like Nyla. It's like, yeah, it's like 40 and O or something. It's ridiculous. Like, like yeah. Now. Yeah. But I feel like this could be Nyla Rose's time to actually be the champion. I'm a little shocked by that. I I, I will feel pretty sure. I mean, I, I think rightfully so, you know, when Jade loses, because it will be ending that streak so whenever she does lose, does lose yeah it will be pretty shocking i guess for everyone um but i don't think that's going to happen here i'm going to pick jade um i think nyla she has been doing really well but running around claiming she's the champ um kind of acting like that i think that makes it feel more like you, you've kind of created this dynamic where jade feels more like a challenger coming in and she's really got a chip on her shoulder now to even though she's the undefeated champion, it's kind of hard to do. So I think it creates um, a good situation where she can get a win and get everybody behind her pulling to win and feel more like almost an underdog um, despite all those wins. And Nyla presents a really tough challenge for Jade, especially physically. So um, I think it'll be another good win for Jade here. Uh. So, all right, yeah. So for this title, it's this has been another weird feud for me per personally. <laughs> so I mean, so they made Nyla Rose into kind of the opposite of what she started off as. You know, she was supposed to be this unstoppable uh, beast of the women's division or what have you. Now she's kind of gotten to the more comedic. Uh side of her which i think is more in line with what her actual personality is like you said scott yeah um so i mean so it it, it does work for her um however i i think the fact that her her stick right now is that she stole the tbs championship from jade i think that is just from a way, from a booking perspective, I think that's just asking for her to be defeated for Jade. No, that's a valid, that's a very valid point. Yeah. But it also raises the question, like, like, who's going to eventually beat Jade in this women's division? That was actually going to be my question after you and Sam made your picks. It was like, if Jade like, wins, who's I, next? Who's left? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and this is where I'm torn, because originally in my mind, it was either going to be one of two people. It was going to be an underdog. Somebody like we were talking like Willow Knight and Gale would have been great. Or, you know, when Athena came over, she would have been great. Or because we hadn't seen her in a while, it was going to be Nyla Rose. Because again, how do you take down one monster without another monster? Mm. You know, all points valid, all points valid. I'm looking here. I'm going to bring this up while we talk. She is had the she's had the title since January 5th of this year. She's currently at 316 days at the time of this recording. She is, I think, number three longest reigns in AEW right now, behind Kenny Omega with 346, and then Hikaru Shida with 372. I don't think she's getting to that 372. Right. Mm. 
I forgot Sheeta's title reign was that long, but that was during the whole pandemic era too. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were gonna, they were gonna come around, that's my title. Which like, oh yeah, this is um, I don't know if it was her um the win or because she hit a year, they were gonna present her with a new belt, and then like immediately she like lost it. Right. Um. <sighs> I don't know. I'm, you know what? Fuck <laughs> it, Scott. It's you and I. We're going Nyla on this one. All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna go with that because I don't know. I mean, they could have this title. Uh, they could, logically speaking, have this belt on her for the next year. I don't know who. Soraya, maybe. Maybe, maybe down if, the line. Maybe down the line. Like, who knows? She could have this till next full gear. But for me, logically speaking, Nyla Rose is the one who would have beaten her if it wasn't an underdog. Right. So I'm going to make the argument. Nyla's been doing great. Jade gets disgruntled. She goes after her baddies, and then we get her going towards the, the main title at some point. Boom. Win for Scott and I. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, following that, oh, we're getting some bangers coming. Last mm-hmm. four. This here for me, I don't know. These next four matches could be match of the night between the story and between the talent behind them. First and foremost, the Ring of Honor title is on the line. Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, Claudio Castanoli, and Sammy Guevara. And let's keep in mind, before anyone makes a pick, Chris Jericho, a couple weeks ago, had looked at Sammy and goes, when it's just you and I in the ring, you'll know to do the right thing. And Sammy looked very disgruntled. want to put that out there now so everyone keeps that in their mind when they make this pick. Because I think if Jericho doesn't lose this belt, this might be the end of the Sammy-Chris love affair, if you will. Lasex gods, are they gonna mm. die? Are they gonna die, sir? Are you picking Sammy? I'd, I'd be so sad. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna say here. I'm gonna say Brian Danielson's win the RH title. We're going into final battle, and I'm gonna talk business logistics here. If Brian Danielson's going into here as the Ring of Honor champion. You have Brian Danielson headlining a pay-per-view run by one of the two biggest companies in the country. There's money right there. But I think Sammy's going to screw Chris and the tension's going to begin. The unsexual tension. (laughs) All right. um, I'll say it again now. uh, Now, Sam, you need to get out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Because yes, I I I too am picking um, Brian Danielson. Um, I love Claudio. Oh. I think he did a great job as champion. Um, but I feel like Brian Danielson right now as champion, like you said, going into final battle, I think is a is a very very good um, person to have on top as your champion. And I also I agree fully that Sammy's going to screw Chris out of this championship. And then, yeah, stuff's going to happen. No, the sex gods are gone. 
Mm, man, four four way match. And I'm going to agree with both of you and also pick the same guy, Brian Danielson, because he hasn't had a belt in AEW yet, right? No. Nope. Yeah, you're So I think we're overdue for that. And it makes perfect sense for that to be the ROH championship. So that's most of my reasoning. Uh, uh, I'm going to handle this by process of elimination here since there's four guys in this match. All right. So we know one man leaves four (laughs) men. Thunderdome. We know it's not going to be Claudio. No, we all like Claudio. Uh, I enjoyed when he won it at uh, Death Before Dishonor. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of us were there, but he's—it's not—he's not, not going to get the belt back. Yep. That's not going to happen. Uh, Sammy, not in a million years would you see Sammy Guevara as the Ring of Honor World Champion. Mm-hmm. It would not, that would not happen. So not him either. He'll, he might do something in the match, which I, I won't rule that out. He very much would do something. All right, so it leaves me with Jericho and Danielson. I'm going to stick with Jericho. Ooh, all right. I will be the outlier Ooh. in this one, and, and I'll say the whatever he says, the ring, the ring the of Ocho. Jericho. Yeah, the Ocho, the Ring of Jericho, uh, whatever, Reign of Terror (laughs) upon Ring of Honor will continue. And uh, But at the same time, I I see your guys' point with, I think you want, going into final battle uh, next month, I think who better to have as your champion than Brian Danielson, a known, credible, past Ring of Honor world champion. Right. To headline a pay-per-view it, 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 they need to do something with brian danielson because it doesn't feel like they haven't really done anything you know extremely notable with him yet uh but yeah unless I'm, I'm they gonna... maybe they make that a one-on-one match for the championship jericho goes in as champion against danielson and maybe i was about to say there. maybe yeah. something or, happened. or if danielson wins jericho will enact his rematch clause yeah. They do have the rematch. Ooh, that's a. Oh yeah. So we're all we're all thinking final battle is going to be Danielson and uh, Jericho for the belt. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Th- that's that's solid reasoning. I don't see. If Chris doesn't lose it here, he's losing it at final battle. Right. Mm. So so you're sticking with Jericho, correct? Or are you changing? Your I mind? will. I will stick with the Ocho. Okay. Yeah. All right. The wizard, the wizard, the lion heart, the all the these, all these things. Yeah, <laughs> the alpha, um, <laughs> the man of a thousand and three holds. Yes, um, <laughs> always have to have more than, than Dean Malenko. <laughs> uh, next up, we have what I think is going to be a really exciting match. One that I don't think I'm going to be mad either, either or loses here or wins here. Uh, Tony Storm taking on Jamie Hader for the interim woman's title. Um, Jamie, every time she's in this pi- the picture of potentially having the title, she has a lot of momentum with her, and then she fizzles out. 
And then she comes back when it's like, hey, you might have a chance to, you know, a title shot here. Grows again, and then she just fizzles a little bit. Um, the only question I have here is we still don't have any word on Thunder Rosa, from my understanding, when she's coming back. Not yet, but I'm, I'm going to make mention of something with that. Is it something that'll be beneficial to say now, or are you going to wait till you have your pick? Share with the group. Is is it like I shall share with the group? So this comes from this comes right from the interim champion right now, Tony Storm. So I don't I don't have the interview where she where she had said this, but she said this very recently that she thinks that if Thunder Rosa takes too long, that that Tony that she should just be undisputed AEW women's world champion because well i i that's something i could ask you guys too is how long do you think the interim uh uh moniker should last in line with uh whatever's wrong with the current world champion thunder rosa has been out for a while yeah now and i don't think there's any timetable on when she'll be back i think probably not until like maybe early next year and that's a while to keep you to keep using the interim name right when did so, she get injured she dropped that i want to say in, in over the summer i just had it, it feels like me. or maybe like yeah like very like late summer i will find that info for you right now uh, september a- all out is when tony won it Right, because Thunder Rosa was supposed to defend it against Tony, and then they turned it into a fatal four-way because Thunder Rosa was injured. So, yeah, so it was early September. But there also is a possibly a backstage issue with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker going on. And right. like there was apparently a story where Thunder Rosa would go hide somewhere in, yeah. somewhere in the locker room to like avoid everybody like crying or whatever. And and she had an injury, so that's the reason why she stepped away. Um, but I'll, I'll go in. I'll, I'll segue into what my pick would be here. I think what could happen if if they if they want to do this is I'm going to go with Jamie Hader. Okay. I think it's time that you switch up who the champion is uh, if it's going to continue to be interim because what that would do is set up a feud with Jamie Hayter and Dr. Britt Baker. Dr. Britt Baker maybe gets a hold of the interim uh, women's world title down the line. Thunder Rosa comes back. You have the ultimate blood feud. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm thinking really far ahead here, but <laughs> No, we no, like that, long-term booking. That is some good. That is some good booking. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, pull, uh, pull another fast one out here on you guys, and I'm gonna go with Jamie Hader. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna back that. I'm gonna back that, and I'm gonna add to that. So, not only Tony Storm's obviously coming out. Uh, by herself for the most part. We still have Rebel, and we still have, obviously, Britt. 
I'm going to say Jamie wins. Now, whether Brit helps or they distract or whatever. But imagine Brit now with the ego she has being like, Jamie, you're in a room, but you've, you're not the, you're not the real women's champion. You know, I was the women's champion. I wasn't the interim women's champion. And you could also build on that feud between those two in the future. Now, whether there's a title involved or whether we go with John saying, I think this is good to start planting the seeds where it showed tension between Jamie and Brit, but I'm going to stick with Jamie. And imagine too, if Jamie wins, if she just becomes so cocky and Brit becomes like the little sidekick and has to like carry around Jamie's water bottle or something. And oh my God. And Jamie's like degrading Brit. I think you could have so much fun with that. And I kind of love it. Um, But uh, my initial thought was Tony Storm retaining coming in and I'm going to stick with that. But for the record, I like the idea of Jamie winning better um, and all that other stuff that could come after. Sticking with Tony though, for my pick. So for this, I see two possible outcomes. Either Tony wins outright, or as people were alluding to the issues that possibly could happen between Britt and Jamie, I feel like Britt might be sensing the crowd really growing for for Jamie. Britt don't like that. Brit may cause Jamie to lose. And of course, this all depends on if Brit's even going to be out there after she gets her ass handed to her by Soraya. So who knows? <laughs> She's going to be Whoa. fine. She'll be fine. <laughs> um, I, I like the possibility of Thunder Rosa making her return at full gear after Tony retains her title gets in the ring with the title. We have the classic champion and champion raising the titles and then we'll go forward from there. So I will pick Tony to retain as well. I feel like Brit's going to do something. There's going to be shenanigans and I feel like it's going to unfortunately cost Jamie Hader her championship or a chance to become champion. So either way, it seems we we could get to Jamie and Britt. Just yeah, could be two different avenues. Yeah, multiple ways to skin a cat. One way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> that is one way to put it. It's funny. I'm looking up something here. No, this is way before that. There was a Lucha Libre uh, where Taya Valkyrie and Thunder Rose were supposed to have a match back in like August or September. I don't see anything past that, but hmm. um, we'll look into that later down the road. Oh, where'd my card go? There we go. Okay, now the most important match of the night, the most over people of the night. The ones my girlfriend will leave me for if I ever went out in public with her at the night. I told John and Scott that I get married. These two, they're going to have to do an acclaim bit together. And oh, Zach, geez. I'm just going to need you to be uh, <laughs> Billy Gunn. Sesame, daddy ass. 
<laughs> no, it works perfectly. You can be scissor me, Daddy Zach. Daddy. <laughs> I can be that for you. Yes. So we have the acclaimed uh, taking on Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland for the AW World Tag Titles. <sighs> I think I'm going to, I think the acclaim is, it, it almost feels like Swerving and Glory could win this and take the titles back again. But I'm going to say the acclaimed wins because we still have seen the uh, the tension between Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. And as good as they are as a tag team, they're better as a singles wrestlers. You know, Keith should be in that title uh, picture. So, your boys win, retain the titles. Yep. Um, did, yeah. Agreed, hundred percent. I'm looking forward to <laughs> Swerve and uh, Keith Lee having a feud after this, and it's going to be fun. Um, I hope that Keith Lee wins that feud, and yes, he should be in the title one because he's a whole lot better than being just a tag team wrestler. So, John's yeah. chopping at the bit over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Insano, we were wondering the statistical probability of swerving our glory, <laughs> defeating the acclaimed, and regaining our AEW World Tag Team Championships at full gear. Zero. <laughs> Is, yeah, it's going to be the acclaimed. Yep. 100%. <laughs> Will Captain Insano be there? Or is that just a, just a one-off? Oh, my God. Oh my god, he has to be there now. <laughs> we need to have like a random Adam Sandler, like he has. To, oh god, please. <laughs> He's a big wrestling fan, Adam Sandler. That would be that would be fun to see him show up too. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's make it a clean sweep with the acclaimed. No reason, really, for swerving our glory to to win here. Yeah, just they've been teasing the breakup yeah let that happen so yeah everybody scissor on saturday oh we will be we will be virtually since we're all in different parts of the country but virtually we'll be scissoring each other (laughs) (laughs) i hope you listen to this mom and dad that's still such a weird (laughs) thing to say in 2022 and it not mean what it normally means i'm this is something i will probably never mention to amy because she'll be like what the heck hell is going on i will make no mention of this tour probably ever the man will take it to the grave yeah so (laughs) next time i see you i should have an acclaimed shirt that says scissor me daddy ass oh no then then we're gonna have to and then she's gonna and then she's gonna be like what's wrong yeah i want to make it weird we're gonna make it weird oh my god (laughs) what if we went back a year or i don't know how long this has been going on a year or two and and tell our past selves like yeah in a year from now everybody's going to be scissoring each other yeah it's great the future's awesome you claim they're going to be the biggest thing in the company you'd be like <laughs> yeah, <too. laughs> okay yeah right i'll never forget i'm gonna sidetrack quickly so when all in happens what are we looking at four and a half years four years now John and I were at my house, a couple other friends, our buddy Ken comes up, you know, from downstairs and it's the Joey Janela 
and Adam Page match. And, you know, I mean, that was like a grudge match and they're kicking the shit out of each other. And he's like, oh, I'm really getting into this. Not a wrestling fan. And all of a sudden, the penis has come out. And so does Joey Ryan. And he's like, ah, he was like so into it. And then he goes, and I'm out. Yep. <laughs> like, that was it. Yep. And that was before everything about Joey Ryan came out. So, yeah, he, he picked a good time to, 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 to leave if he wasn't going to be a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we even want to make this pick for this last match, the title match? I mean, I think I feel like this is the free space on the bingo board. John Moxley, MJF for the AEW World Championship. Well, I'm I'm a little nervous now. <laughs> I'm going to MJF. I just I don't see. You know, I'm going to piss John off here. I'm going to say MJF by help of CM Punk. Mm. CM Punk comes out and helps, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Throws the wrestling world into a loop. <laughs> I, I I will make my pick last, and I have reason behind this. So, so go ahead, continue. I'm, I'm gonna add to this, and this is a far fetch. You could borderline say it's a conspiracy theory or whatever, but I'm not sure if you guys saw the video afterwards where you know MJF called out Tony Khan and said what he had to say, and then made a comment about CM Punk about dropping coming into somebody's company and shitting all over the floor. And of course, in the midst of all that, he also said the greatest trick the devil pulled was, and you know, you know, yeah, the he thing. Used CM Punk's line. Yeah, you, you know, the thing. So I'm going to say hypothetically, watch it be the biggest swerve ever. Will it happen? Probably not. But in my, my head, you never know. Maybe it's all been a work this whole time. Maybe we're not alive. Maybe we don't exist. Maybe it's a simulation. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> All right. Point? Anyone? Anyone? All right. Well, yeah. Damn you, Scott, for invoking your champion's advantage and <laughs> choosing to go last in the championship match. The I got to say that this MJF stuff, MJF stuff lately has been throwing me a bit, him being going like full baby face and he still gets huge reactions and there's good reason for it his stuff with regal has been very good i still just can't fully buy in that mjf is going to try to do this clean the right way whatever um so i am picking mjf um i think yeah he will get some kind of help um maybe regal turns on moxley um See, he's he's an all-time villain so um i think yeah mjf wins or, or the the firm gets involved too it just felt like such a shift from when mjf came back and got the chip with the help of the firm and then now all of a sudden he doesn't want any help um after talking to regal so it's i don't know it just feels off to me i, I think mjf wins but not clean in mjf's fashion mm-hmm in his head yeah it's not a lie if you believe it well for me i think the devil's time is now you know this it's time for him to be champion you know it it, he's come close you know a, a few times over the last few years 
Um, but I think, I think this company is in need of a world champion now that can, that can promote AEW like extremely well. Like John Moxley's done a good job, you know, people, most people like John Moxley. I know not everyone does, um, but John Moxley's not a guy that I can see as uh, people know who he is, you know, from, from his WWE stuff. Um, but, and I think his time as world champion is done. And I mean, this is also in line with like the stuff with CM Punk that happened. Uh, but yeah, I think MJF, you know, he's, he's the most popular guy in the company right now. Uh, he can do everything. You know, he can wrestle, he can talk, you know, he'll be able to promote, he'll be able to promote this company, you know, uh, from outside of the ring. So the only thing I can see that would stop this from happening and God, please do not happen. But if like the firm interfered or something like that, and please don't do not do that, please. Uh, but that that's something I could see happening. They probably will. And hopefully MJF overcomes that. But yeah, I, I hope MJF is the one that walks away as champion. Speaking of champions, I will hand it off to Scott now. <laughs> Don't give him that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like everybody said, it's MJF's time. Um, he's He's been, you know... The uncrowned champion for a while, anyways. Um, mm. especially with the whole fiasco with going on with Punk and, and Moxley trading the titles back and forth. And Zach kind of stole my thunder though, because I think... <laughs> uh, because my my thought was that I, I fully believe that the firm is gonna get involved at some point. So unfortunately, John, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like the whole turning on MJF was just a ruse. Um, but the biggest ruse of them all was it's not Moxley, it's it's not MJF and Regal fighting, it's MJF auditioning once again for Regal. And I feel like maybe Regal will be that final nail in the coffin from Oxley. Yeah, will it kind of blow up the BCC? Yeah, probably. But honestly, they haven't done anything with it in quite a while anyways. We have mm. freaking Danielson and Claudio fighting in a match together. You know, it's just factions normally don't interfight. So I feel like, you know, it's time for the BCC to disappear and go off on its own thing. So it would not surprise me if by the end of this night, William, or by the end of full gear, that William Regal is holding MJF's hand up high with the title. Yeah, I think somebody's going to interfere. Because again, his his statement, every time he says it, you know, he's coming off like he's an honest guy, but it's MJF. Exactly. MJF knows the game better than anybody else. Yep. And Scott and I, we've talked about this for a long time now. The belt goes on MJF. He has that title for a year, no less. Yep. Because then you let MJF 
no pun intended with Hulk here, run wild on that company. Have I'm, I'm thinking, imagine like the Miz with the world title rather than the IC title. Right. That's kind of what I'm thinking because he, the Miz is great when he's the IC champion because he's the cockiest son of a bitch in the company. Yeah. And nobody can touch him. Now you take that, you put the world title on him in, in a sense. And MJF just will, he'll ascend to heights. I don't think anyone in the company will or has yet. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Well, that comes to the end of the card for full gear. Are we doing any picks for the media scrum by chance? <laughs> <laughs> like how many times will Tony Khan say no comment? <laughs> <laughs> How many or, any, or anything else? Yeah. <laughs> How many new hires is he gonna, you know, hug and cry because they, they got <laughs> signed that night? Um, who's gonna get suspended? Do you think we get it? any debuts? Honestly, like I think that's a valid question. Do you think we get any debuts? Uh, I'm gonna say not for this one. No, we need one. I think you need one. I think where if there is one, it would be during the Luchasaurus and uh, Jack Perry match. You either have a debut or a re-debut. Someone who's helping Mm. Jungle Boy. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that might be the only honest spot to really have it. Or if somebody comes to help MJF, that's not the firm or Regal. Yeah, it's got to be somebody notable, too. Right. We do have vignettes going on of the House of Black. True. That is true. Very valid point, sir. So, yeah, where do they show up? Where could they show up? Where will they show up? You know, you got Miro, who's still technically signed. True. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) But also, like, WWE is bringing their, their, you know, um, (laughs) WWE's been bringing all their talent back. So yeah. it would be kind of weird for them to just be like, we're just not going to debut somebody or bring somebody back when Triple H is taking the best NXT um, roster and making it the main roster. Yep. It would be dumb to do that. Maybe Adam Cole comes back. Oh my God. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think he's signed for like five years, so he's not going anywhere, but I, it's still, it's very, it's very depressing to not see ho- him on my TV screen. Hopefully he wrestles again i think he's work he's i think he's doing okay i think he's doing better and i think he's working on the in-ring comeback right now he's not he's a lot luckier than kyle o'reilly is kyle o'reilly's not doing so good (laughs) so yeah i'm looking forward to this uh more so i think in regards to how Last year's All Out, I could argue maybe one of the best pay-per-views I'd seen in my life. Going to this past All Out, which what else needs to be said? The scrum was the best part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Now, is this the bounce back? Is it any better? I'm curious. I think there's a lot here. There's a lot of potential here. Um, And just just so all of our listeners know, due to the timing of everything, uh, there will not be a post-show. Scott will be telling people that I had won this pay-per-view pick as well as the survivor series the following week. Just keep an eye on Twitter and Facebook uh, and Instagram guys. Cause that's where I'll be telling you my victory. 
We'll yeah, see. we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. This is great. This is what I want. All, all out war between everybody. It's war. it's great. This is back to a fatal four way now. Yes, yes. <laughs> and guess what? I don't think. I think there may have been one or two matches we all picked the same person. Yeah, there's yeah, not too many where we're much. all the same. So yeah, this should be good. We should have a nice little wide range of 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 you know picks here. So I'm just hoping I'm not going to finish below 500. That would be terrible. But who knows? It's all right. I'll hold on to my championship as long as I possibly can. <laughs> well, we will see. We will see, Scott. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We are looking forward to full gear. We will be live tweeting. If you don't already do so, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Above the Ring. You can find myself as the SOB official. Scott as Scotty J Stream. John as John the Statman. Zach, you're on Twitter still, right? Mr. Zach, the genius. Lonnie Poffo here, everyone. <laughs> We're on all streaming platforms. If you can't find us, please make sure you uh, let us know. We can put ourselves on there. On your streaming platform, please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, tell people why Ship It Studios and Above the Ring. It's a podcast of their ch- your choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Thank you so, so much for listening. So excited for Full Gear. Don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.